0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things friends as we chronologically go through every episode and just talk about what's going on in the lives of the Central Perk gang. I'm Michael, and I'm joined, as always, with my chum, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth, how you doing?
1: Good, Michael, how are you?
0: I'm doing all right. This marks the second day, day two of seven podcasts in seven days as we kick off our season two run-through, and... And when we left you last time, you were you had a little bit of a hoarse throat. Things weren't looking too good for you, and things have things have gone from bad to worse, haven't they? <laughs>
1: no, I have my voice still, but it's kind of off. Mm-hmm. So please excuse my duck-sounding voice.
0: You've got a touch of tonsillitis.
1: Tonsillitis. Oh
0: man, lots of ice cream. Ice cream is apparently very good for you with tonsillitis. Is it? Yes don't know why I'm telling you this just now. You've literally had it for days. But, could you uh, have
1: brought me some?
0: <laughs> what am I, the milkman? Come on.
1: Speaking of milk. <laughs> oh, well,
0: yes. Yeah. We have just finished watching the one with the breast milk, which is the second episode of season two, a classic episode in <laughs> Friends folklore. We're going to get to that in just a minute, but first I need to think of a Friends question to ask you. Who do you think has the best tasting breast milk? Oh, God.
1: Oh, God.
0: But seriously, though, instead of that disgusting question, my proper question to you is in this episode, we do see Monica going on a little bit of a shopping trip to Bloomingdale's with Julie. So my question to you, out of the six in the group, who is your ideal shopping companion and what store would you hit up with them together?
1: Oh, that's an easy one. Is it? It'd definitely be Rachel because she's so experienced at shopping. She knows like what would look good on on everyone. She knows where all the good sales are. Like I feel like she knows her way in and, in and out of a mall, so I'd probably just go to Bloomingdale's with her.
0: For clothes? What if you were going to go somewhere else? What if you were going to, like, Ikea? Oh, Ikea? Monica. Monica? Why?
1: <laughs> because she's very particular about things. She'd probably know, like, the exact heights and... Like, measurements of every dresser and right. bedside table. Yeah, that's true. Like, in her memory, just mm-hmm. stored up.
0: Yep, fair enough. Good point. And as you can probably tell from that half-assed question... Listeners, uh, I'm running out of good questions uh, to pose Elizabeth in these, so we'll maybe quietly drop this angle, but if you have questions, friends theme questions that you would like Elizabeth to answer, then you can tweet us, at FriendsPod, and I'll maybe ask her a Friends theme question. No spoilers, obviously, with your questions, but uh, if you have a question based on Friends that you would like Elizabeth to answer, at FriendsPod is the place to do it. So we're going to jump in to the episode, the one with the breast milk, which first showed on the 28th of September, 1995. You started off this season on in losing fashion when predicting whether it was going to be higher or lower. I am changing the rules of the game for season two, Elizabeth. What? Because it's too easy going higher or lower. So what I'm going to oh, ask boy. now is for you to predict how many viewers it, it got. Oh, and God. if you get it within a million of it, then we'll, we'll count it as a correct one. Okay? Oh, boy. So, and I'll tell you what the last one was as well.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So the last episode, the one with Ross's new girlfriend, had 32.1 million. I'm gonna help you out because it is lower, this number.
1: Of course, I was gonna say that anyway.
0: Okay, so uh, how many viewers do you think it got? And if you get it within a million, I'll give you a point. Um. 28.2. 28.2? Yeah. 29.8. Oh, so I'm afraid no. <laughs> you're way off.
1: Well, this is so much harder now. Yep, well. I'm sick. Everyone
0: <laughs> got sick of you bragging about always getting them right, so I had to make it harder. No.
1: Take pity on my immune system.
0: So the episode opens in Monica and Rachel's apartment. And what do you know? Ben's there.
1: Yeah, we see him. He's like three, four months old Little right. baby
0: Ben is there. He's he's all grown up.
1: How much time has passed?
0: I think, like, they do just try and keep it within real time. Oh, no, they can't have done it within real time because mm. the episode ended... I don't know. That's a good point. There must have been a bit of a gap in between episode one and episode two, like yeah. time passed, because episode one carried on straight from the end of last season, so yeah. you couldn't get that summer gap.
1: So, yeah, probably a couple months then.
0: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Well, you know more about babies than me. I mean, I, if you told me that baby was two weeks old, I would have believed you. No so. way. I, I don't know.
1: It can hold its own head up. I, I don't know. Oh, come on, Mike. We have a lot to learn. Well, he's
0: getting a lot of strength from all that milk he's drinking. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Ben is there. The gang are all kind of crowding around him because it's, it's good to see him. And, and God knows when the next time is going to be that we see him. So you may <laughs> as well get as much Ben in your life as you can. Phoebe makes him cry almost immediately. Nice going, Phoebes.
1: No. She does. She doesn't make him cry. Mm-hmm. He's hungry. Uh,
0: Carol 2.0... Proceeds to whip out a breast and breastfeed him because he's hungry. Makes Chandler and Joy rather uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, they find an excuse to leave the room. Mm-hmm.
0: They just get... I think I probably would as well. Really? Yeah, if someone's breastfeeding next to me. Like, it, it's fine. I what look like,
1: you're like, really good girlfriends, though?
0: Yeah, I guess. I would just, like, I don't know. Like, it's not like they leave the apartment. They just go and stand in another part of the room.
1: But why... It's not... It shouldn't be a sexualized thing.
0: And no one's saying it's sexualized. I'm just giving them some space to do their thing.
1: If they don't... They probably would have excused themselves if they wanted the privacy. I
0: know. I get that.
1: Oh, man. All right. We have a lot of on this episode.
0: Oh, boy. So the lads feel uncomfortable. Ross is like, God, get over it. Just ask her some questions. It's fine. So Joey and Chandler very sheepishly, like, sort of embarrassed school kids... Ask her some questions about it. They ask if it hurts, which it doesn't, right?
1: Um, at first. Really? Well, that's what she said. She said it did at first, and now it's, like, no big deal. She's kind of used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it would be very awkward and strange feeling at first. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, comes, like, second nature.
0: And then Joey asks if he blows in one of them. Does the other one get bigger?
1: (laughs) And they asked... They asked how often can she do that, Mm. to which she said, as much as the baby needs.
0: Really? Yeah. You don't empty out?
1: No. You're constantly producing breast milk.
0: Hmm. Okay. Mm. That's why
1: when you wean a baby off breast milk, it can be really painful, because you're not, like, getting Mm. the milk out anymore. Mm. Like, you could nurse until... You decide you don't watch anymore. Like that's why pe- some people nurse their twelve year olds still. Like there's those people that just
0: like nurse and nurse and nurse. I don't like that. Because
1: like if it's being taken out, it's gonna keep producing it. You know. I
0: see. Oh.
1: Like a cow.
0: <laughs> like a cow. Like a cow. Okay, like a cow. <coughs> so that kind of sets us up for the episode, and we we hit the theme music, and and off we go. We then find ourselves in Central Park. Rachel is trying to do her job
1: trying
0: trying trying her best she's trying she's trying the best she can uh, Julie is kind of hanging out in the coffee shop she's being overly nice you know she asked for a muffin and Rachel's just like, I don't know I don't know if we have muffins. She's like, okay, you're busy I'll go I'll go check myself
1: Is she overly nice or is she just being herself like wow. do you think she's trying to be overly nice?
0: I think she's making an effort to be really nice to win over the friends okay and she's like oh your apron's untied at the back I'll get that for you I'm like ugh come on Julie
1: yeah trying a little too hard Mm
0: there um Rachel is having none of it I think she what calls her a
1: A bitch calls her a
0: bitch as she walks away yeah it's a bit harsh yeah Monica agrees to go on a shopping date with Julie she doesn't seem to think it's going to be a big deal
1: Little does she know how big of a deal it is. Well,
0: everyone else is like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. Right. Everyone knows that
1: shopping is Rachel's thing. Is it? Yeah. She
0: doesn't have any money, though.
1: She loves fashion. She loves to shop. She'd always wanted to be like a buyer, you know?
0: Have they talked about that?
1: Yeah. Have they? Yeah, remember? She was trying to get that job in season one.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Because it was like her dream job working as a buyer. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Fashion.
0: Man, so Mike, looks
1: like I know more about the show than you do, man. So this is the
0: ultimate betrayal. Monica agrees to go to Bloomingdale's. My mom calls it Bloomies with Julie. Um So yeah, that's everyone's like, you shouldn't really do that. So Bad news there. Elsewhere, Joey has a job working in a department store. Maybe even maybe Joey's got a job in Bloomies. Maybe. He is spraying cologne at people that don't want it.
1: Offering
0: free samples. Offering free samples. He's dressed in a tuxedo. He thinks he's pretty hot shit. Hot shit? You like him in a tux?
1: Yeah, he looked nice, but I I don't like his hair like this. No? No, I liked it longer. It's a little
0: bit spiky, a little bit... Yeah. Okay. More of like a teenager cut.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. So anyway, he thinks he is the business with his cologne, but then he has soon got some competition in the form of a sexy cowboy... (laughs) This <laughs> is spring home on people. Guy comes out wearing like a sort of I don't know, was it velvet? Like a velvet no, shirt. No, it's
1: like satin or silk. It's S- like really really mhm mm.
0: sexy porno cowboy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does look a little out of place like a flamboyant cowboy. He's mm. a, in all black, but you can still tell he's wearing like a silk top that you could probably easily just rip off with like the touch of a
0: mm. finger. Yeah. Who, who did you prefer? Do you like the the sexy cowboy or the tux look? Are you more of a James Bond or a John Wayne kind of guy? Mm. Gal, I should say.
1: <laughs> um, I like both of them, but I guess my first instinct would be towards the tux. Really? Because the other one seemed a little too costumey.
0: Yeah, I suppose so.
1: The other one looks just like very nice and put together. Mm-hmm.
0: Ross is looking after Ben for once, He's putting in some work finally. <laughs> They finally got this deadbeat dad to actually get off his ass and do some work. Yep. Susan is shockingly nice to him. She's like, oh, Ross is great with him, don't worry about it. It's weird to see Susan being nice to him.
1: It's true though, he seems like a natural dad. Does he? Yeah, that's what I like about him. You don't really
0: see him ever on his own with him.
1: I guess so, but he just looks comfortable with him. Look at you,
0: Ross is No, I not? know,
1: no, no, uh-huh. oh, no. It's just the, it's the sickness, Michael. It's, the, it's sickness. the
0: sickness. Well, I think he's a new man with Julie in his life as well. I mean, everything's coming up Ross right now. He's got a new girlfriend. He's crushing it as a dad. Like, everything's, everything's going great.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Hooray. Um, as they're sort of dropping Ben off to stay with Ross, so someone holds up and like, oh, look at this. He's got like a little outfit that says, my mummies love me. So they've been on a wee trip to Provincetown and, and gone to one of the souvenir <laughs> shops and got one of those shirts.
1: I love Provincetown.
0: Provincet is great, but like, dare I say, that is almost, they they actually wrote a joke about being gay, rather than just relying on them being lesbians to get a cheap laugh. So, good job writers, you're progressing. Doing it. Yeah, good job guys. We'll see if it works out. Monica goes on her shopping trip to Bloomingdale's, my mum calls it Bloomies with Julie. She is worried that that Rachel is going to find out. So she convinces Phoebe to, like, cover for her, saying that they went to Bloomingdale's. And then, it, it, you know, it ends up playing this kind of guessing game where Rachel's like, oh, what did you buy? And then Monica's behind Rachel's back being, like, pointing to her, like, chest area. And Phoebe's like, uh, we bought boobs. And, oh, it's just hilarious. A hilarious game of charades. But, um, yes, Phoebe has roped it on the lie. And... Monica is doing all she can to make sure Rachel doesn't find out.
1: Well, Rachel believes her. Yeah. Even though Phoebe was stumbling along being like, boobs, we bought boobs. Oh, and we finally figured out, oh, bras, we bought bras. Like, for God's sakes. Well, Rachel, I mean, like, you are not the brightest bulb in the... Bulb box. Bulb? Is that a thing? A yeah. bulb box?
0: A box of bulbs.
1: A bulb box?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, there's two things here. I mean, yes, Rachel is a bit of a dummy. But also, Phoebe is such a wild card and just talks such nonsense all the time that she can kind of get away with being like, oh, we bought boobs and we saw a rainbow and I kissed a leprechaun. For God's sake,
1: she never says any of that. You over-exaggerate, Michael.
0: (laughs) Well, whatever. I'm just saying she's a bit of a wild card. Nah, she's fine. She's doing her thing. She's doing her own thing. It's fine. Mm -hmm. So, yep, they're carrying on with that charade. Joey is having trouble with sexy cowboy who becomes Mr. Steal Your Girl he steals the department store hottie the blonde away from him he asks her out and she's like sorry got plans with the cowboy the cowboy's like yeah see you later partner and <laughs> off they go so Joey's not happy he's being pipped as a cologne sprayer and as a ladies man by this cowboy
1: yep poor Joey he'll be fine can't catch a break mm-hmm. he hasn't been in a show in forever
0: Back to Ross and his babysitting duties. Um, the whole gang are kind of gathered around. Phoebe tries some of Carol 2.0's breast milk. And everyone is... Well, not everyone is disgusted by it. But Chandler and Ross and Rachel are all a little bit freaked out. Like, no, don't do that. And then Joey's like, oh, what's the big deal? And he tries some as well.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't like they're chugging it out of the bottle. Like... Phoebe had warmed up the breast milk, tested it on her wrist mm-hmm. to make sure it wasn't too hot before she gave it to the baby, and then she licked it off. Like, probably a couple droplets, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then Joey just copied what she did to try it.
0: Yeah. Is it... Is it gross?
1: Um...
0: Like, it's a bodily fluid.
1: I don't know. I, I think that depends on the person. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, if it's a stranger's... Yeah. I'd be kind of a little wary, but like...
0: I mean, Carol has got to be essentially a stranger to Joey. Like, they're never hanging out.
1: Yeah, but Joey's just like, oh, that that looks funny, whatever. Like, he just kind of does whatever. He doesn't think about it. Whereas Phoebe's very cool with lots of things. But I guess, personally, if it was a stranger's, I probably wouldn't try it. Yeah. But if it was my own, or, like, even a friend's, Mm -hmm. like, someone... Like I know where they're coming from, you know
0: yeah, what I mean. I guess I knew you were gonna make me uncomfortable. With <laughs> Look at him squirm! Ugh. I wish you
1: guys could see it.
0: Moving on. No,
1: no. Let's <laughs> talk more about the female body.
0: Uh, what? Tell me again about the vulva. <laughs> so, Rachel does eventually find out that Monica has been spending time with Julie. It's not just the shopping trip. They go on lunch. They, they have... They're, they're hanging out. They're, they're becoming friends, quote-unquote. And Rachel gets really upset. Should she?
1: Um... I don't know.
0: Like, they play out... first of all, she seems like really upset, and then the scene kind of turns comedic, where it's basically like she treats it like Monica has had an affair. And it's like, I can't believe you did that. Did you yeah. do it in Bloomingdale's? Was it just once? And, like, it's like a dramatic breakup scene, but played for comedic value.
1: Yeah, I think Monica feels really bad, but ultimately, she, I think she can be a little hurt. Like, at least don't lie to me about it. And yeah. not mad, like, how dare you, we're not friends anymore, or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I guess, like, putting myself in her shoes, I'd probably, she'd be like, well... At least just be honest. Like, obviously it's going to hurt me, and you know that's why you, or else you would have told me. Yeah. But, I, like, come on.
0: I just think, like, Monica should probably make a bit of an effort with Julie. Like, it's going to look weird if she doesn't.
1: Well, yeah. I guess she probably thought the same thing. That's why she did it. hmm
0: So they have a bit of a fight, and that leads to them having, like, a confrontation in a rare outside street shot of Central Park where Rachel is, like, cleaning off tables. We get to see, like, Central Park from the street, and they're outside, and then they go inside to the cafe, so...
1: I totally missed that. Did you? Yeah. Ah, wow. I'm trying you, to remember. You don't
0: get to see the outside of Central Park very often, but yes. We did get one shot of that. <sighs> uh, so they're arguing about it. Rachel reveals that she is scared that she's going to lose Monica. She's like, I've already lost Ross. I could have been happy with him, and now I'm going to lose you. And they have a bit of a cry. It ends with a a three-way hug between Monica, Rachel, and Phoebe. Nice. Get out of here. (laughs) Um, But then Monica's like, you should probably make an effort with her, though, because she's nice. And Rachel's like, "Mm, I'll think about it. So she'll think about it. Uh, In the apartment, the gang are peer-pressuring Ross into trying uh, the gross, disgusting breast milk. You
1: stop saying that! (laughs) It's so... Like, I'm sorry, but... That's baby's food. That's their nourishment, their brain <laughs> Yeah, it's baby
0: food. I'm not going to crack open like a jar of split mushy peas and have that. Like the babies have their baby food. It's
1: so vital. They can't their have any of my have... steak
0: and I don't want any of their gross, soppy, mushy... Blegh. Their
1: developmental lifeblood. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome that like women's bodies can just do that and it's free. <laughs> Think about it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah. And it's the best thing for you. Remember that time I told you how breast milk will actually change based on if the baby is sick, the saliva activates something on the breast, in which it goes into the, um, <clears throat> what's this thing called again? What are these called? Nipples? Glands. To the glands. And it changes the consistency and the antibodies in the breast milk so the mm-hmm. baby can heal faster. How freaking cool is that?
0: hmm
1: We're like wizards.
0: yeah. Yeah women we are, are great wiz- I get it
1: yeah women go right. female power
0: mm-hmm. female power
1: <laughs> I'm sick yeah,
0: yeah you are um, so they're peer pressuring Ross just to be like just do it just do it and they're all teasing him and then Joy's like Carol and Susan arrive and everyone's like come on just try some and they're all making fun of him and then Joy's like come on I did it it's fine it tastes like cantaloupe juice or something
1: no that's what that's what Susan says oh
0: okay but everyone agrees it tastes like cantaloupe juice that's I mean, sweet. again, if I were, like, Carol and Susan and Joey's in the living room and he's like, yeah, I tried some, it's fine. I'd be like, um, who are you
1: again? What? I know, right? Like, because they're too. not,
0: uh, there's no way that they're, like, friends. Like, well, I mean, she could conceivably not know Joey's name.
1: Carol 2.0 didn't even bat an eye when Phoebe said, oh, I tried some of your breast milk and Ross freaked out. Yeah. Like, she, like, to her it was just like, oh, why would he freak out? But
0: Phoebe might have known Carol before the divorce, whereas Joey, Joey kind of comes along like right as they're divorcing
1: I suppose and also women are clearly a lot more comfortable with things yeah. that happen with other women's bodies because they have technically most people have the same parts you know so go on so it doesn't seem like it was as big of a deal to Carol 2.0 yeah
0: so anyway everyone's giving Ross a hard time just, just leave him be just let him look after his kid he doesn't need this shit
1: but like wouldn't you be curious?
0: Ah, yeah, I suppose. He, he is making a bigger deal of it than he needs to.
1: Yeah, like a couple drops, come on.
0: Yeah, just get it over and done with.
1: It's just warm, sweet milk.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you want some milk, Michael? I'll pour you a glass.
0: Joey is failing at his job, so they like switch him over to the hombre aftershave brand. So he has to dress like a, a white cowboy. The look doesn't really work for him as well as it does for this other guy. You
1: mean like his outfit is white?
0: yes white cowboy guy he's wearing white and then full white he wants to quit and Chandler's just like no you gotta stand up to him be the best aftershave sprayer you can be so he gives him a bit of a pep talk so then he goes into work and he has a bit of a standoff they do the classic kind of the classic western trope of the white hat versus the black hat, the good guy versus the bad guy. They have their Mexican standoff. A customer comes into the shop and it's like a sort of, you know, the sort of classic pistols at dawn who fires first to try and kill the other one. Like they're dueling, yeah. but they're doing it with aftershave. Uh, Joey gets a little bit gun shy, fumbles with his ball, can't get the spray going. Other guy, black hat cowboy, sprays it sprays it in this guy's face. He got uh, two trigger happy. He got two trigger happy. Sprays his load right in the guy's face. Oh, God. <laughs> and, like, yeah, that guy gets in trouble, basically.
1: Yeah, they kind of demasculate him. You see, he takes his hat off right away, and his voice isn't that deep, sexy thing that we were hearing before. Mm-hmm. His name is Todd. Yeah. And Joey's just, like, having his, his laugh in the corner, like, Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah.
0: And then he rides off into the sunset with the blonde... The blonde slut. No. He rides off into the sunset With the blonde department store Biddy Off they go Arm in arm She's very fickle She's already forgotten about Sexy black hat cowboy Mm -hmm. And that's a wrap on Joey's pretty Meaningless storyline Wait What?
1: So Chandler had given Joey A pep talk Like you just said But I wanted to reference Something that I saw In their apartment That horrified me Oh really? (laughs) Yeah so right before this scene They're in their apartment It's like a It's like they're in a Western saloon, right? Yeah, yeah. Tim was like being the bartender, giving him him some advice, pouring him some juice. And I noticed, like, right before the end of the scene, there seems to be a clown cookie jar of sorts. Oh, really? On top of, I don't know, the stove, the fridge, something, the microwave.
0: I did not see that. It's just
1: like a face. Really? This creepy. It was so fast. Oh, I
0: didn't see that So
1: I had to write it down because because I didn't want to forget. It is creepy. It's just a big cookie jar with a clown face on it with this horrifying smile.
0: And you've never seen it before? I've never seen I it before. I wonder if we'll see it again. We'll add it to the drinking game. That can be a shot if you see the creepy clown.
1: So scary. I don't know if it was a cookie jar or a pot or, or mm. a big, I don't know what, a big mug. I have no idea, but know. it was scary, Michael.
0: Oh, God. I'll look out for that next time. So that kind of wraps it up for... Joy's storyline. Elsewhere, Rachel is in Central Park. She's taking a wee break from her very busy shift to kind of sit down. She's still got her apron on, so we know she's still on the clock. But she sits down with Julie. They are sitting awkwardly together, just not really speaking. And then Rachel kind of is like, "Oh, it's, oh I haven't been very nice to you. I'm sorry. Let's let's be nice." And Julie's like, "Well, I was intimidated by you." And Rachel Albert admits that she has feelings for Ross. She's sort of like, when you started, it was hard for me when you started dating Ross, but I can't tell you why. And it's like, well, it's pretty obvious yeah. why. Um,
1: well, Julie said that she was intimidated by Rachel, and your reaction was interesting. You were like, aww.
0: Yeah, well, Julie's a, a sweetheart. She's, she's nice. I don't like the idea that she's intimidated by big, scary Jennifer Aniston. <laughs>
1: that just struck me as unusual. That you would like root for someone other than the Friends gang.
0: Well, you know the Friends gang can be terrible people, so sometimes I'm on the side of good. Would you, Julie? Yeah, I think I probably would. She seems she seems nice. She seems alright. She seems like a good laugh. She's there to tie your apron if you need it. She, you know, she she seems alright. Seems to make Ross happy. So if you can (laughs) make and if you can make sad Sad (laughs) sad Ross happy, then God, you must be a miracle worker.
1: All right. Yeah, nah. So a yes for Julie.
0: A a yes for Julie. That might be my first yes of the whole... Oh, no. Chandler's girl that had several people on the side.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: What was her name? Uh, Aurora.
1: Aurora? Aurora. You remember it? Ah. Christ. Never forget. Oh, boy.
0: Basically, they kind of bury the hatchet. Rachel's like, yeah, we should hang out. And Julie's like, that'd be nice. Yeah, let's go see a movie. And then Julie's like, I got to go. Bye. And then she leaves. And Two Face Rachel, wait, still she's out the shop, calls her a manipulative bitch. Damn, Rachel, that's cold blooded.
1: But then what does Elizabeth notice? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, Michael. <laughs> we only just talked about it. I noticed a reserved sign on the table
0: oh
1: yeah on the the coffee table that's in front of the couch that they always sit on
0: which I think cracks the code of you know people are always asking how come they always got to get that great seat in Central Park and I think it's because Rachel is slipping that reserve sign on because she knows her friends are going to be along any minute
1: I've never noticed it before no me neither have you ever noticed it at all?
0: no I don't think so
1: Hmm. so there you
0: go May- will, I, will that
1: come, come back? I don't know.
0: Let's look for it. Let's look for it every time. Okay. Let's see. Because maybe their friends are going to come in in a minute. And they're all going to sit at the table. Well,
1: of course they are because they don't have jobs. <laughs> they just come in <laughs> and drink like Joy. all
0: they long. <laughs> Joey, like, in the scene where he has a face-off with the cowboy they have literally just opened the store. Like, the guy makes a point of going, this is the first, we're opening the doors now, here we go. And that's the first customer that comes in. They all walk off after the guy gets sprayed in the eye. And Joey's like, can I get you a cup of coffee? This girl is like, mate, the shop opened (laughs) two minutes ago. You're probably
1: going to lose your job. You're the only one on the floor at this time.
0: Yeah, there's nobody behind the, well, there's no customers as well, thankfully. Yeah, but anyone
1: can just walk in. (laughs) Everyone's horrible. What
0: will people do if they don't get Aftershave sprayed in their face.
1: I'm pretty sure it's cologne, man. You keep saying aftershave. I
0: don't know what the difference is.
1: Aftershave you put on after you shave.
0: And cologne you put on so they smell before less. you shave.
1: It's like a perfume for men.
0: Well, it's all, it's all the same.
1: All right. We clearly can tell that you don't use it.
0: I have a very enchanting natural musk, so I do not <laughs> need it. Musk. Thank you. So, yeah, that wraps that up, and that kind of wraps up the episode. We do get the end credits where Joey and Chandler and Ross are all sitting around the table. Ross is kind of stressing out over this bottle of breast milk that's in front of him, and he's kind of like fidgeting and he's nervous and he's like psyching himself up. And then eventually he grabs the bottle, takes a, a couple of hearty swigs. This is more than a, yeah, he, like, a drop or two out on of the it. arm, yeah, and then immediately crams his mouth with Oreo cookies <laughs> um, to get the taste out. It reminds me very much of when I was a kid and my mom tried to get me to eat any sort of vegetable i would hold my nose and just kind of stuff it in and be like really or, don't yeah like vegetables mm-hmm. i would either like cover my ears or i would like hold my nose Or
1: you'd cover your ears yeah That's
0: so cute i didn't like it oh didn't like it um was well, important and he so he if only i had some oreos to stuff down ever every time i had to eat vegetables but um yeah after he's done that he's like yeah it's all right it's okay He said that yeah, he, like, he's like, stuffs it and then he, like, swallows it and he's like, yeah, mm. it's okay.
1: Can't imagine if the Oreo cookie wouldn't overpower the couple of sips he took. Like.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think he really wants to try it. It's no. just to be able to say that he, he did do it. It's like, I tried it, yeah, it's, it's not nice. a big
1: deal. I think it's so weird how big of a deal he's making it.
0: They made a whole episode about it, Elizabeth. It's the well, one with the breast. It's not the one with the sexy cowboy. It's the one with the breast milk. <laughs> well, you
1: made a big deal out of it. Do you think it's, like, I wonder if... Men have a bigger issue with it than women. I imagine tons of women are grossed out by it as well. Tons. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, naturally, if more women are more inclined to be like, "Oh, it's cool," because it could happen to them. You know, like their body could just produce it naturally, so that's yeah. no big deal. I
0: don't think it. it's gross. I want to. I want to make it clear for everyone listening at home. I'm not one of these people that is like yelling at mothers in restaurants who decide <laughs> to breastfeed, telling them to it's disgusting and they should get out. Like, <laughs> they, more power to you. It's fine. <laughs> I, I would have a few drops. I probably wouldn't take a couple of hearty swigs out of the bottle like Ross did. But
1: oh, I'm so excited. I hope someday the day comes and we'll be recording and you'll have to take it. Take the swigs.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, well, maybe. Well Who knows? recording. Well, we're going to be at it for two and a half years. A lot could change in that time. Absolutely. And on that note, I suppose we should wrap up for another day. That concludes episode two of season two, the one with the breast milk. And it concludes day two of seven podcasts in seven days.
1: Indeed.
0: Thank you very much for listening. We will be back tomorrow with episode three of the season, the one where Heckles dies. Oh, no. Uh, I wonder what happens in that episode. Well,
1: that doesn't give it away. I don't no. know what does. Uh-huh.
0: So probably a bit of a bittersweet episode. We are dealing with death for the second time in the show. We had the one where Nana dies, of course, in season one, and that yeah. turned out to be one of the stronger episodes of last season. Did you Did you enjoy this episode, by the way, before we wrap up? Yeah, I did. Did you? What did you like about it?
1: Mm. Well, I like the characters of Susan and Carol 2.0. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I just liked it. I don't know. I just thought it I thought it worked. Yeah. I kind of like having other characters come in more. Like, we had Sexy Cowboy. We had Julie. We had Carol and Susan. Like, instead of just the same old crew, I kind mm-hmm. of like the addition of other people. Yeah. So it kind of okay. keeps it going.
0: Fair enough. yeah. I, I liked... I, I thought the, the Monica and Rachel stuff was good. I liked Ross's little side side thing. I didn't care for Joey's plot at all, which seemed to be one of the main stories of it. But Yeah,
1: just, I think they're just trying to show that, oh, he's, he's still chugging along, trying to be an actor, just picking up any mm. job he can get.
0: He's doing his stuff. So that just about wraps it up for today's episode. We will be back, as I said, next time with the one where Heckles dies. We'll be releasing that tomorrow, so look out for it. Can he wait for that myself? Thank you all for listening if you would like to support the show obviously word of mouth is a great way to do that but also getting on twitter at FriendsPod and joining the fun and games there joining the discussion if you have a question you would like me to ask elizabeth at the beginning of each episode at friends Pod is the place to do that and if you want to help us reach a larger audience head on over to itunes and leave us a nice little five-star review and that will help us reach a bigger audience rachel i just called you rachel elizabeth <laughs>
1: Yes, Ross? Oh, I mean... Oh! Oh, my God.
0: Elizabeth, I saw you get a little smirk on your face because I started talking like Chandler again when I was doing the recap. So we'll just leave it there. Uh, It's always been a pleasure, I guess, and I'll I'll see you next time. Get your voice sorted out, though. (coughs)
1: I'll try.